Nationally, every three hours, a person or vehicle is hit by a train. The next stop. The next stop. The next stop. Metro's podcast. In this episode of The Next Stop, Metro joins a national effort to stop track tragedies. Hear what the agency's top security leader wants everyone to learn during Rail Safety Week. And then we travel to the very front lines of safe rail operations, the cab of a light rail vehicle. I'm your host, Laura Whitley. Tim Kelly, Metro's Vice President of Operations, Public Safety, and Customer Service joins us now. Tim, thanks for being with us. You bet. So Rail Safety Week, this is a national effort, and Metro's been participating for some time. Um, Why is that? Well, it's a national effort. It's designed to raise public awareness about caution near railroad tracks, including our transit lines. And um, safety is a key of everything we do here at Metro, so we want to join in this national message. As we consider rail safety here in the Houston area and our service area, what is the primary um, goal of the activities this week? We're trying to raise awareness and educate not only our customers, but people who are interacting with trains, pedestrians, bicyclists, and motorists. Uh, If you see track, think train and be aware of that message, and we want everybody to be safe. So safety is something that is just part of the culture of Metro. It is the priority of everything we do. We want to be safe each and every day. And we've had a a longstanding program to enhance safety, bus and rail, this program specifically rail. We've had a lot of projects underway in the last year or two to improve safety. This message of uh, Rail Safety Week is really directed at pedestrians, bicyclists, and motorists in an education campaign. What are some of the most important takeaways uh, for pedestrians, bicyclists, and motorists? It sounds like an oversimplification, but it's really what we're all taught when we were children. Look both ways before you cross the street. Um, We see a lot of folks crossing uh, rail tracks and streets, not at uh, designated crosswalks illegally. So we want to educate people where to cross, how to cross, and just be aware and look out for trains. I know these days when we're walking around it, it, on, the, on the sidewalks, we're always in, on our phones, have earbuds in, looking down. That can be dangerous if you're near, near uh, traffic, particularly near a train. It, it is a very big problem. We see it every day with people looking down at their phones, uh, not observing signalized intersections with earbuds in. And just, you know, electric trains are fairly quiet. We've, we've increased the horn utilization to to try to overcome exactly that, the the use of earbuds and people on their phones. Also, you're talking about being aware of your surroundings. I know Metro has, again, made some investments in terms of additional signage and just making things a little more obvious. Yeah, including just the color of our trains. Historically, our trains are a, a gray color that kind of blend in in the urban environment. Now you see the, the brighter red and blue uh, end caps of our trains. We want people to see them coming and, and be aware of it. We have a lot of additional safety messaging. Uh, in this, this um, Rail Safety Week, we're going to have a lot of staff, police, safety, and others out on the rail alignment at platforms just talking to people with new messaging on safety. 
I know raising the awareness really does help. Um, where What is the biggest challenge that um, some motorists still continue to have uh, driving near a metro rail train? The greatest cause of collisions between automobiles and trains are illegal left turns uh, and running red lights, quite honestly. Uh, the large majority is illegal left turns where people are not aware of the train approaching, usually from behind them going in the same direction people are turning out of an inappropriate lane or where turns are prohibited. So again, it's awareness and knowing your surroundings and that there's see track, think train. That's part of the message. When you say illegal left turn, you mean essentially turning at a, at a point when you're not supposed to. That's correct. They're, they're either prohibited uh, a turn or they're turning out of the wrong lane across multiple lanes in front of the train. Now, I, I know that there have been some efforts uh, throughout this year to help uh, bring to help reduce that those incidents so you know part of any safety campaign is three parts the engineering that's the improvements that we've been making uh, the education which is part of rail safety week and then lastly is enforcement and we have had dedicated enforcement with metro police targeted at our high accident locations uh, and we have seen good effect from that, especially uh, at Dryden and Fannin, one of our highest locations, with, with dedicated police enforcement at that location. And we're going to continue that throughout the system. It sounds like you're saying if we want to have the safest possible rail environment, that we really need the public's help. Yeah, we're, we're interacting and sharing this space together. Uh, and, and it is an education. We... we we transport a lot of people every day on light rail in the city to get to, to work, to the doctor, the hospital, to recreation at the zoo or museums. Um, and we're going to interact with those folks going to the same places in their automobiles and, and share the space and do it all safely. And, and Operation Lifesaver uh, is a program that I know uh, Metro staff is involved with, not just during Rail Safety Week. Yeah, Operation Lifesaver uh, has a very good program of education of rail safety, and we have a number of our safety staff um, that are a part of their team to go out and educate the public. And we look for opportunities to take that message out to community groups, uh, neighborhood groups, um, civic clubs, uh, and so that's available. We have a, a group of safety officers, and we'd love to come out and help educate people. That's a, a wonderful offer. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else you'd like to add? We just look forward to this opportunity to share our safety message. We live it every day, but during Rail Safety Week, you'll see a lot of um, police safety officers um, and, and, and posters and messaging. And if you see them on the rail alignment, please engage them and talk to them about safety. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. It's Rail Safety Week, and we are working to stop track tragedies. And we need everyone's help. The Metro staff on the front lines of rail safety includes, of course, the rail operators. And we're here with Terrell Riggins. And Terrell, you've been operating a light rail vehicle for about five years now. That's correct. I've been here since August 2000, April 2013, actually. And I, and I know, Terrell, that rail safety is something that you really think about pretty much every day when you come to work. Right. I've been doing this for so long that it's just kind of second nature to me. It becomes a habit and it's just 
something that we do naturally. And we're catching you here at the beginning of your shift. We're at Fannin South, which is the southernmost uh, point on the red line. Tell me about some of the things that you do before you ever start operating the vehicle. Well, one thing, for example, is when we check in, we have uh, what's called the train order, and it has all of our list of instructions and restrictions out there. So let's say that, you know, something might have happened, that they made a change in the speeds for safety reasons. You know, we check that, and we adjust the operations accordingly based on the train order. And then tell me a little bit about the process of when you actually do climb in the cab and some of the uh, things you go through. Well, when I go in the cab, you know, we do have a rule book that has a lot of safety instructions and procedures in there. And doing the same thing every day is, I kind of know it by heart now. So this kind of goes back to what I said, it becomes a natural or habitual process. When you're operating the light rail vehicle, safety really is your top priority. Yes, it is our, our priority and, you know, we. You know, we hope it's priority of everybody else around us as well. That way we can all work together and keep a safer environment. Within the last several months, there have been even additional safety improvements. And tell me about some of those that, that you guys have been using. They're using a um, new Bluetooth device that they've installed at several stations, uh, which announces that the train is coming. And initially, you know, when we approached stations, the only people knew trains were coming was to listen for the horn or to, you know, look as well. But now with that device, before the train's even in sight, it's making an announcement, you know, caution, Metro Rail is approaching. And that's helped a lot as well. As an operator, what are some of the things that you do to help everyone alert and know that the train is approaching or departing? As an operator, I've increased the frequency that we use our horns and our bells, but especially the horn. And uh, we, you know, we've made adjustments to our speeds as well. I, I, and I know I've noticed that that horn, it, it's, it's a bit louder these days. It is, it is. They've cranked up the volume on there. And what kind of a reaction have you noticed from the public when you, when you are sounding that horn? Um, the public, they seem more attentive now. You know, it used to be people would just stand and just be on their phones and not paying attention. But when the horn's coming, they'll look up at the train, some, and most will step back, you know. And... Um, I've noticed it's helping the vehicle traffic as well. You know, cars tend to stop a lot sooner than they used to. I know your train is here, but I don't want to delay you. Real quick, as you are operating the vehicle, what are some uh, things that you do see? Basically, what advice do you have? Oh, well, for everybody, you know, just, just the basic thing we learned growing up. You know, just pay attention when you're at the crosswalks or intersection. You know, if you're a pedestrian, just look both ways before crossing the street. You know, if you're a, if you're a motorist, you know, just... Just be mindful of the of the uh, trap of the wayside signs that are warning if the train's coming. You know, checking mirrors, basic stuff they taught you in um, defensive driving. But along with that, that's where we have our part as well. That you know, we do our own defensive driving in case someone does make a mistake. Because you do have people who've never drove around the rail before, and unfortunately, people do make honest mistakes, and that's why we do what we do to try to save people. You know, in case a mistake happens. Can you describe that? Right. Um, when we're looking, you know, we're checking, you know, we're scanning the intersections on approach well before we get there. You know, we're adjusting our speeds. We're verifying that we have proper signal. You know, several things that's actually written in our rule book. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to let you uh, get started on your shift, and we're going to follow you a little bit, okay? All right. All right. Can you describe to me what you're doing right now? Oh, just uh, getting set up in the cab.
my daily routine. Let me set this down and I'm gonna call it out for you. Please, come on in. So we've stepped into the cab of the light rail vehicle here at Fannin South and Operator Riggins is just sitting down. So, you know, do our basic, you know, do my basis. I, you know, get my radio up to a good volume in case something happens. You know, we set up our destination sign so everybody know where we're going. In this case, I'm going to Northline, so we're going to set it up for Northline. I see a lot of buttons here. Are you can check any. Um, you know what, the buttons I'm going to use as we get ready to move. You know, I have my, I have my bell, my horn, and my whistle. So I have three levels of audibles low, medium, high. Bell is low. Horn is medium. I'm sorry, whistle will be medium and horn is high. And the horn is what we're using, you know, more frequency of. We've used it before, but we just increased the frequency that we use it. Now, I just saw a woman running to try to get on your train, but sometimes r running across the tracks or things at the last minute can, can put folks at risk. Very, because, uh, you know, you, even just not being on track, you could trip and fall and and we don't, you know, we don't want anybody to feel like they have to rush. Right and some people, you know, they just tend to rush because they think the train will leave them. The good news is our, our trains run pretty frequently. They do. And like I said, as you see the guy who was coming in, you know, he was aware of that. So as he saw that person running, he knew, go ahead, just, you know, slow down and just let her get through. And give me one more minute. I need to make an announcement so everybody know we're getting ready to leave. We'll have a 13, 10 to watch this train Alright everybody, uh, once the next train arrives, we will be departing. Next, we will be departing once the next train arrives. Which means we've reached the end of line for this episode of The Next Stop. Thank you for joining us. I'm Laura Whitley. You can find out more about Metro and, of course, additional episodes at RideMetro.org by subscribing to The Next Stop on Google Play, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. You'll never miss an episode. And if you could do me a favor and take just a few minutes to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that'll help us out a lot. Until next time, drive less, do more with Metro.